Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. episode is actually active your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital world you know friendships relationships and all the ships in between i'm rez and i got Meezy with me whole lot of gang shit and we're joined by uh audience today we got john scott in the building what's up john we got producer e i hate oh wait 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 a minute ma'am Wait a minute, ma'am. You gotta be quiet. <laughs> you gotta bro. be quiet. We're doing an intro here. <laughs> Jesus, jazz is Gosh, here. Gosh, you're ruining the surprise. Jesus. All right. Cheese and rice. So, and- as you've heard, it's been a while, and people have been wondering mm-hmm. where's she at. Where's she at? Do we see her in the stories? Y'all teasing us and shit. Y'all mm. always talk about y'all was with her. Yeah, you see why? Why she ain't on the pod? The Ooh. lab right there. Yeah. We've got a surprise today, guys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> the original. Young light skin. Young light skin ash. <laughs> is in a place to be today. Make some noise. Make some for Sammy. The, the neck tattoo connoisseur. <laughs> I the neck tattoo killer. <laughs> I love I love a good neck tattoo. Yeah. Our resident reader, I love, she's I love back. Man you wonder why we tattoo. don't read shit anymore? It's because she hasn't been here. Right? She reads. Nobody yeah, wants, yeah. And she yeah. writes. Mm. And she do math. Mm. Heard she markets well too. Bad bitch. <laughs> you ain't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hear that from nobody. Welcome back to me. We're so glad to have you. Hi. We. I mean, I feel like we tried before. That's okay. But we're back. We we made an attempt, and that's all that matters. It's, it's good. It's good to have you. People have been asking about you, I feel like, very often. Aww. So, how you doing? Tell the people what's up. How you been? Oh, you know, just out here living living my best life. Uh-huh. Book, booked and busy, I saw. Booked and, and busy. Booked and busy. Sure, me see. Booked and busy. Looking good with it, too. Trips. Mm. Let me see your passport, bro. Mm, don't worry about where I be at, man. All right, bro. <laughs> You want to see the travel miles. That's what you want to see. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Let me see the, uh, miles. the miles. Gonna I got, tell you. You know, I got, I got, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I got Don't worry about it. No, nah, that's the Delta. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, let me open your Delta app. The passport only um, wants to show you all, international. I fly American. Ooh. We thought we know her. Uh, so that's that. <laughs> Bad bitch energy today. Clearly Maybe. hasn't been here in, clearly hasn't been here in a while because she's trying to eat on... on uh, <laughs> Yo, I have this like one piece of a cookie left, and I really <laughs> it's like a, it's a little bit of a cookie. It's all good. We'll get the heat off you, Mizzy. How was your weekend? You know, uh, a little stressful, but it was fun. You know, I had some some fun times this weekend. Where the stress come from, bro? So you know, did y'all see in the pictures? I come do this show, sweatpants up, but due to peer pressure amongst my my peer group. I was forced to wear a suit this weekend. Ew. So, which means I had to go buy one. Mm. And uh, at the store, you know, I had to get, you know, get the pants a little tight, a little hemmed up. And them niggas didn't have my shit ready. The day of the event. Damn. So, I had to, you know, go in there and cause a scene. And the little Chinese dude working in the sweatshop got it done really not quickly. The sweatshop. Wait a minute. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that's problematic. It's not, that's not a, it's not a, there's it's like racist. It's wrong. It was this weird it's, little room, and he's just back there by himself with a bunch of clothes and stitching shit. Looks like a sweatshop. Did they get it done? He got it done. 
<laughs> it might have been a sweatshop. It. And like 15 minutes too. What you going quickly? Say? Did you say? Did you hit him with two greetings? Hello, hi. Um. <laughs> I said, uh, I would like to speak to a manager. This is unacceptable. You did not. Did you put your finger? I tried. Right. Did you point your finger? finger too? Yeah. I'm saying, bro. What is? I waved the receipt in there. Like, what is this? This said a uh, one o'clock Saturday. This is not one. It's three o'clock. Mm. Let me speak to your manager. And then they, you know, they got it done. They were black people too, so you know they. Ah, uh, that's why it wasn't done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, except for the Asian guy. <laughs> what? Yo. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm joking. Mm. It was a joke. Mm. <laughs> if you haven't mm. seen already. Do you edit a lot less since I left the show? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I just found ways to cope with it. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen on our Instagrams, because you guys are all following us, we had a great time at the Soiree this weekend. Suited um, and booted. Suited and booted. Fine as hell. Ew. Whole lot of booty shaking. Ew. All that good stuff. So Ew. shout out to Millennial Night for putting on that dope event. It was a lot of drinks. It was a lot of drinks. Y'all. A lot of drinks. I want to say that I'm embarrassed by the things I heard about myself today. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed at all. They're all things that I would have said sober. Uh-huh. But yeah, I was de- Oh, I was. Oh yeah, yeah. I was drunk last night. Well, Saturday night <laughs> takes a bit. I woke up fine though. I had a bus in it. I was more drunk Friday night than I was Saturday. Did you tell the people you saw me every day this weekend? I have. Oh shit, which is rare because usually I only get you like one one day. That's. <laughs> Every yeah. day this weekend. And I got you like a sneak preak on Wednesday, which is crazy. Damn, just rubbing in. What well, we did Wednesday? You FaceTime. Remember, we got a sneak sneak Oh, yeah, yeah they yeah, FaceTime yeah, yeah. you Wednesday. Yeah. I had to call Meezy and uh, warn him about some upcoming interactions he was going to have over the weekend and make oh. sure he was on his best behavior. So, you know, sometimes you got to tell your friends what to expect <laughs> and how to behave in front of new company. Because they don't be knowing, Meezy. So, um, Simi, you looking real slim over there. <laughs> Care to share your uh, weight loss <laughs> story? I mean, I think the internet said you're 20 pounds down. 20 pounds down. I feel like that's why the liquor is hitting a little harder now. Yo, I didn't think about that. I think the liquor is hitting harder because you're 20 pounds lighter. That might be what it is. Yeah. Because I legit, I was like, there is no way I am this drunk off of what I drank last night. Mm-hmm. That is did, a very good point. I've, I feel like I've never seen you drunk, though. It was, it was interesting. Like, you're normally the one getting me drunk. So I, I, I bring alcohol of, to the people. A whole lot of cap going on, but it's okay. Big what? Cap. You've seen her drunk before? I. Simone told me she was going to key somebody's car. She has a push Yo. to start. <laughs> there's, so no, there's no key. So there was, there was, <laughs> okay. there was one night where Meezy may or may not have... Did you see me put my hands on him that night? I did. I, I did. may have put my... I was drunk and I may have put my hands it, on somebody that night. Is the statute of limitations over? Yeah. Okay. They're yeah. not going to press charges, so it's fine. They yeah. liked it. Damn. Oh. <laughs> the, per- the person told me last week that right. it, it was one of their best interactions with me. She literally ran <laughs> up on me. I was like... I'm about to key this nigga car. It's like Simone. Y'all drive, so lucky my, y'all you, so lucky you my car ain't got no real key. You drive a push to start. There's no key on there. She gonna, she gonna nub it. <laughs> well, she has other keys. I would have found... No, I had no other keys. <laughs> 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 but Damn. I would have found a way. Damn, let me borrow your key real quick, Russ. <laughs> I did not key the car. It's all good. Are you guys ready to jump into our conversation for the day? How sure. was your weekend, Res? Yeah. It was good. I told you guys. I had fun at this way. You know, Shout out to Millennial Night. Your friends was here? Yeah. Yeah, so my people came to town, so that's partly why I couldn't come out to hang out with you guys on Friday, because I wanted to be sleep 
um, and energized for Saturday. I want to send a shout out to uh, all the late night pizza places that stay open. Okay, shout out to Jesus, Brick Street. Jesus Christ, that pizza was worth it last night. Yep, but um, Sissy was in town. A lot of you guys have been asking about her, so I tagged her in my pictures. If you guys want to go see what's up, um, I'm just going to give you a warning. She's mean. Wow. Um, so sliding them DMs there's at, that. at your own risk. Yeah, she's why, yeah. why does she like promote? <laughs> like, like how you go buy a cap on Instagram? What do you mean you tagged her so I you mean, can go you know, see what's up? Just in case, you never know. People just, you know, sometimes this is like they want to look. Back page 20, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know it's hard. It's not easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she would be a good madam, though. My who, me? Yeah, you can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I'd work for you. I'll let you know how to work <laughs> it. I mean, give you some tips, get the cash, like how to. Work or <laughs> flavors of feet, work bro. The, you flavors know. of feet first. We got to like money maker. We got to do flavors of feet, and we got to do John Scott fits. <laughs> <laughs> but right after, that. we got a lot. But yeah, so let's jump into our conversation, guys. So back on a previous episode, uh, we've had uh, ring tings where we watched the gorgeous Rez get a ring. Then about twelve episodes later. There was an episode where there was Meezy is now in a relationship. So then everybody was starting to wonder what was going on with this podcast. Everybody was, they went from one relationship person to one relationship person and there was two and then there was, you know, two good, two, two single, two relationships. But then as Simone left us, the streets got a little buzz, started buzzing. Simone had found a man. Her hot girl summer had ended abruptly. Mm-hmm. Abru- Very quickly. She uh she put up the slime line. She put it away. She had it put up quick. But put it, just put it away though. Didn't like it. Throw it away. I mean, it came out the first the first outing, but then it, it was went a, away. It was a back of the closet. Yeah. You just stuck it in the back. Mm-hmm. Was, I gotta go yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Took a break in case of emergency type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Just in case you gotta get back to it. You never know. So, uh, sis, uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but what's the tea here? <laughs> you, you didn't mention that in your updates. So. I feel like I feel like uh, producer E uh, somehow roped me into coming on to this episode to, to get the tea on this on tape. But they don't call me producer E for nothing. Oh God! Not, I mean, some things work, some things don't. So you back in these streets, baby? <laughs> what do you do, baby? Back to the streets. Hey, 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 I actually didn't have one. I had nothing. Like, it's so crazy. I completely, I, like, so everybody was dropped. I had no, I, he owes me some hoes, bro, because I had no hoes. <laughs> Don't that be trash? Like, you finally give up all your hoes and then hit the block and you're like, damn, what can I do? Where right. am I going to go? I mean, I don't know. I don't. It's been a bit. I just. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah. Word to the wise. Unless you know you go. Ma- unless you get married, keep some hoes in the tuck. Um, you never know when you got to pull them out. Can we dig a little deeper into that? Like, how do you keep 
hose in the tuck? Like, is it like an occasional <laughs> like of a story? Is it <laughs> like re- remember that looking I remember eyes you. in the DMs? Like, is it a <laughs> no, text saying, I, I thought about this? Like, how do you keep the hose on deck? I, man, listen, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while since we spoke. Right, like, hey, I, I'm at that pizza spot you took me to before. You just wanted to say hi. I just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when man. the waitress fucked up your order? Right. Dang. I'm back. She's, she's here. She's still here. You want me to cuss her out? That's how you keep the hose. <laughs> so, basically... I I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't really tried to bring back any of my old hoes. To be honest with you, I haven't tried to like. That's gross. Gr- gross. That's gross. Because sis. let me. Look, can I tell y'all what I did do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we gonna where we gonna get, dig into deeper, but um, dig deeper. Shut up. So I. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> sometimes it'd be the size of your face. Oh. But so I um, <laughs> I went. Don't throw up. Okay. Um, so I was like mad the day. It wasn't even the day we broke up. But I think it was like three weeks later. Something happened. And I got pissed. I was like, I'm downloading Bumble. And I downloaded Bumble and I did nothing. I didn't want to swipe on nobody. I didn't want to speak to nobody. My ass is still out here paying for a damn match account because I was so mad. And I literally answer nobody's messages on match. I don't swipe on nobody. I don't like, like, I don't do anything on match. But I just wasn't ready. And I wasn't, um, I have grown to a space where I'm not about to disrupt somebody else's peace to help give me peace. That's a message. Digging up. Leave the hoes alone. Text alert that. Text alert. Text alert that. But I do got one who... (laughs) Never mind. That's a different... Oh, okay. All right. right. You know you have your... Sometimes you have an old faithful who has never done anything. That's called a bottom bitch. Oh, I'm not gonna call him my bottom bitch. That's what it's called. I'm not gonna call him That's my bottom bitch. Actually, I like the narrative. It's called a bottom bitch. No, dead to... ass. They, they stick around through thick and thin. I refuse to is call him. Is that what fucking Song cries about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wasn't being a good bottom bitch, though. She ain't supposed to leave him. How's she gonna leave like that? You know? It wasn't. You no, you're supposed a nigga to stick around. Like yeah, you don't yeah, get I a nigga you. back like that. I got you. The bottom bitch gonna stick around. I got you. So, all right, we touched briefly on the breakup part. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about was it hard for you? Did you like bounce back? Because me personally, I see you as a person that's just like, <laughs> fuck these niggas, ain't nothing to cut that bitch off kind of energy. And I don't know, like, how was it for you? That, so that typically is me. Like, mm-hmm. I am like, oh, cool. that's what you want today? Oh, we're not doing this no more. I'm, and I'm back out in these streets. Wow. Like, that is... All the energy I usually come with all the time. Um, no, this one was different for sure because I also, uh, to be clear, I'm thinking to make sure I'm telling the truth. <laughs> um, you trying to say say something but not say too much? You gotta think about it. Nick was cool, bro. He was cool. We liked him. Was yeah, like, no, he's a cool dude. I think that he is an amazing man. I do think he's an amazing man. Um, I, like I said, some like. Shit happens. Shit happens. Every some things work, some things don't. And um, I think this one because I was gonna say before when I was back in the street, <laughs> there was never really like just me and one person. <laughs> so back in the streets, I always had my toe in the streets. It yeah. was never like that big of a deal to get back into the streets. This time, I legit was, I was out. Like I wasn't trying to deal with nobody else. I wasn't trying to fuck with nobody else. I really thought that was my husband. I'm Girl, not going to lie to you. Deep. You was in there cooking, <laughs> cleaning. You greeted us at the door like it was your house. I was like, oh, ain't this? Oh, okay, you go here. All right, cool. <laughs> Welcome. Fed us, cooked, ordered food. So, yeah, you were in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I was in it. I was, I was. And um, yeah, so no, I didn't get back. I was that, it was actually really, really, really hard for me. And um, I, like y'all know, I've called y'all. Like I, there were days when I was just like, I would cry. Like I would, cry. I think I cried myself to sleep. I cried myself to sleep. And as weird as this sounds, like I would just take like NyQuil and go to bed. I understand why people like NyQuil. I completely First of get. All, wait, NyQuil is a great drug. Yo. I'm not even gonna hold you. Sometimes <laughs> I want to get sick so I can take NyQuil. It's deadly. But you know what's better than that? Zequil. Tussin. That Tussin. Robitussin. Oh. The you niggas are gonna be shitty mothers. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> totally to... plan on nightly my kids. That Tussin, man, I've never had such a great sleep. I want to be clear. I am going to NyQuil <laughs> the fuck out of my kids. So if you plan on having kids with me, which I plan on getting pregnant in 2020, um, don't know how that's gonna happen. But if you plan on having kids with me, I am NyQuiling them hoes. This okay. is trash. They need to take their ass to bed. It's bedtime. Take your, why, why, it's 7 p.m. Go to sleep. Here's some NyQuil you. every day. I feel you. But I seen you, um, you know, after the breakup and it just, it didn't look like you were taking it well. It was scary seeing you. Actually, I think we were at John's and we left John's and you were just so torn up about it that we were crying on like the side Main of the street. street. We were crying on Main Street. I and I say we because I cry when my huh? friends cry. I made you cry that day. It was. So let me tell you, this day was like. There's so many like emotions that I had not tapped into in so long that I experienced after that breakup. And we were at John's house and something happened while we were at John's house. And um, Eric and Rez were walking me to my car or walking me to my hotel at the end of the night. And I just broke down and started crying in the middle of the street. And like I'm crying, <laughs> Therese is crying. The three of us are hugging on the side. Like it probably looked like some weird cult shit, but it was. Like <laughs> I actually said something to her that made her cry. How are you? How are you able to keep uh, ten and two <laughs> situations? Oh wait, how would you try to console her if there was no staring? <laughs> what? He's not empathetic at all. He's just like he's just standing there like damn. I'm like uh, it's a no. He but he no, he I, said I had something some kind, to me that I had kind words. He he told me that like he. He was lifting me up and then it made me cry because everything at that time was making me cry. But what he said was real. But it was, oh no, I dealt with it bad. But it was always, I think after the first week, it was more of a dealing with it bad because I was very disappointed in myself. Like I was very disappointed in the person that I became in like the things I tolerated that I would never have tolerated anywhere else. The, the me allowing somebody else to make me feel a certain way about myself. And it was like, like, I remember, so I was like, I'm going to therapy. Like, I'm not, we're, we're not about to sit here and cry. Cause the last time that I cried over a dude was five years ago. And it was, it took me like a year to get over him. I was like, we're not doing that again. So I went to therapy and I was like, the question I asked, I was like, I need to understand what kind of self-worth stuff is going on with me that I sat through things that I knew I didn't like and knew that I typically would not have put up with because mind you again, great guy. He's a great guy, but there were certain things that I was like, I wouldn't let anybody else do this to me. Why am I letting this person do it to me? 
So what was the therapist's reaction to what you said? Oh, she's terrible. So I, oh, I wouldn't be able to tell you. So I actually, <laughs> I want you to know. This I was hoping I mean. you had some words that was like a breakthrough or nope. something. Like, Damn it, I'm like, like, ladies, this is how you find your self-worth. And yeah. I, was, I thought she was going to like, I finally found somebody who could help me. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. There was a breakthrough coming through. Okay. Yeah, no, so we're three, we're three therapy sessions in, and the, all the bitches said for three therapy sessions is, I can see why that would be a lot. Oh, so bitch. please, know the growth right here. I did it on my own because it's not the therapist because she ain't doing nothing. But we still advise you to go seek. I'm, at least seek. She seek. There. She I least, seek. I she sought. Seek. Sought. The she thing, went after. The thing is that people don't mention about therapists is that sometimes you have to try different people. It's kind of like a friendship. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One person may not work for you, but you just have to be persistent and keep trying I'm different people about until you get to. Listen, if you're getting a baby, I'm going to therapy. Okay. I'm all about mental health in for, 2020. That is such a black thing to do. What? To to trade off to trade off your mental health to <laughs> something to something that might not actually happen. You know, if if you have a baby, I might take care of myself. I feel you. No, but but yeah, it was, but it's not to be there. Nigga, she went not, to not therapy to be, and it didn't work, and now her goal is to fucking get a baby. That's weird, bro. No, wait, <laughs> Maybe we're missing the key part. It uh, did work because we have Simone back. But it wasn't therapy that did that. It was, yeah, it wasn't therapy that did that at all. Because let me tell you, I've gotten better advice from y'all than I had. I'm, I'm so happy I'm not paying for this damn therapist. Y'all are so lucky I'm not actually paying for this I mean, therapist. Right. So hold on. So actually, so does, does that mean that we can tap into your uh, health insurance and get that? See, that. see. Are see. you saying that sexually active is like therapy? Because that's what I heard. Yep. When, okay. We're, <laughs> not, we're not therapists. Basically. We're not therapists. They're actually. Oh, right. Sorry. Issue your disclaimer, producer E. <laughs> we're Don't not, let nobody sue you. I we're see. not therapy, but we're therapeutic. Got Ooh. it. That's good. That's good. We're not therapy, but we're therapeutic. That should be the name of the episode. Bless it. We got a name. Oh God! Oh we got, God! We got a name already. Oh God! The last, um, I want to say, cause seeing you like that, it really, it really dug out something inside of me. It was like, damn, like she's really hurt. But I feel like you were really open in that relationship, and it took me back to when I got hurt for the first time, and it was, it was a, a little tiny hurt because after that, I kind of like got on my my bad bitch shit. But um, when. I guess it was like my first heartbreak. Like I cried a lot about it. It, it really hurt. But I got dumped in high school. Um, we were dating for a, a long time. I had like little books that I would write because you guys know I like books and mm-hmm. I like writing. So I had books and I would just write like all of our interactions down. It was named after him. I had like three books. It was like a novel. Um, Wait, you would, love- my guy. Hold on, sorry. <laughs> you were out here writing, writing like mm-hmm. a relationship biography like Like, we went to dinner today it was great kind of like recap that's (laughs) so cute that's because you fucking like sims (laughs) that's because you like sims Sims, (laughs) okay so i was just like very into it um and he was like my first kiss and everything i want to say it was like freshman year so i guess it was like 14 very weird i had my first kiss at 14 i was Mm. i was really nerdy but um bitch, I was in I was a sophomore in high school when I got my first kiss. Go ahead. <laughs> but we were best friends before we got together because he met me at the end of eighth grade. Then we talked that whole summer and then we went to high school and we started dating. He was very friendly, very nice. And then he just broke up with me out of nowhere. 
And I'm like, yo, I thought things were going great. Like, I'm writing books about you. I would just break down everywhere. Wherever I was at, I was just crying. Just crying. So this is when MySpace was really hot. I get on MySpace and I see that he posted, like, a very sexual picture of, like, his little hip bones (laughs) and, like, his V-cut and his little abs. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I see another dude, like, comment underneath of it, like, damn, babe, you sexy. And I'm like, oh. This is no. what's going on. I was like, he was gay this whole time, and it kind of just brought me back. Like, all right, well, it wasn't me. Can we? Can we? Can we talk about something really quick? What? The dude was okay with you writing <laughs> books about y'all being together. Yeah, we'll share to the with point where sometime. you were on. <laughs> it was a trilogy mm-hmm. of books, That's a good and book. it, at no point it occurred to you that he book. might be mm-hmm. he might be gay. No, no he liked it. Yeah, yeah I know. Had a good That's, time. That's yeah. the question. <laughs> That's good. The question is, I know he liked it. I would read it back to him. Yeah, it's great. So you found out he was gay on MySpace? Yeah, I did. And I kind of like called him up and confronted him about it. I don't think I was mean, but I may have said like some hurtful things because I was young and I was still hurt. But I got that off and I was kind of fine after I was fine with it afterwards. And um, later on, we became friends. I got a really bad joke, so I'm not going to tell it. You always say that, and I want to know what the joke is. I feel like he's very nervous right now. <laughs> the guy being gay did, led to your heartbreak, which led to you experimenting with your sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> I got open to gayness early. I was like, damn, I could I could probably do this. That's it's pretty cool. That's wild, bro. That's weird. Yeah, like I like the same see, sex a little that's bit. That's a really good observation. But actually, that led to my Therapy. second heartbreak. Being a woman broke my heart too, Damn. so that was. That. So you just realized humans ain't shit. Yeah, uh, it's not even just men. Uh, no, women are shit too. So. Uh, yeah. mm, it's both. But yeah, so measy. Huh? <laughs> when you get your heart broke? Uh, every time, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never had the uh, courtesy of breaking up with a woman. So all of them. Uh, I think. Uh, sophomore year, you uh yeah. The uh, high hold on high school. The high school breakups shitty. hit the hardest, and I understand why our parents be like, "Don't date, yeah, focus yeah, yeah. on your school," because that shit fuck you up. So the first girl I dated, <laughs> she was my next door neighbor. Like literally, I dated the girl next door, Aww. and uh, we broke up. When we broke up, uh, I kind of went through it because I had to develop this habit of going to the kitchen window and looking to see if her mom's van was there, which indicated she was in the house. So it was like it's this, not stalkerish it at was all. weird. Mm-hmm. It had gotten weird. Mm-hmm. And uh I knew that the surround sound in our house played loud enough that you could hear the bass from 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 there in their house. So I would like stay up purposely at night. play the bass. <laughs> I would I would purposely at late at night play uh out of my system by Bow Wow T Pain. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that what? <laughs> I was just <laughs> hold on what I was just thinking as I was telling my story my breakup song I wrote it down breakup song mine was um, Who Knew by Pink <laughs> and I used to lay there and fucking cry I was crying like I, you ever seen the meme of I think it's Spongebob laying on his back crying that was me that was me just crying on my back to who knew. So yeah, I would play. I played that, and then um, that led. I started dating this uh, this other girl. We dated. That was my high school sweetheart. We dated till I went to college. And, Did she used um, to come to the house? 
Yeah. So your next door neighbor used to see? Yeah. Uh, ruthless, Measy, ruthless. Fire, fire. I'd pick her up in the car. Uh. Yeah, yeah, all that. And uh, that happened until we got to college. And I spent the... Uh... <laughs> so I... S- <laughs> I didn't cheat on her. <laughs> but what happened was this girl I met on campus wanted to spend a night because her roommate got drunk. And uh, she couldn't be in there. It was like a Halloween party. And so she was like, can I come stay in your room? So I was like, yeah, sure. And we like slept in the same bed. And uh, so I didn't lie about it when I was asked. And You did lie about it. I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. lie about it. And which led her to tell me that she had went to the movies with some nigga. Mm. And so then I was like, well, I guess this is over. And so then that happened. And I... Uh, Went back and forth between the two of them. When I would come home, I would come home to see her. And then when I was at school, I would be with the other girl. That led until I finally came home. And I finally came home, and I saw the girl. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And so uh, I was in these streets for a little bit, you know, went through my whole phase, well, a partial whole phase. And then I started dating this other girl, and that breakup got really messy. So I am just a transitioner. That's how I deal with breakups. All your breakups lead and end in heartbreak? Uh, no, with somebody else. Yeah. You don't take any time to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just end up going, finding somebody oh. new, and then dealing with them. So can we talk about that? Yeah. Because I feel like that is, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm in this weird space where I'm like, when is that necessary? When is it not? Because somebody said to me the other day, I have this homeboy who he kind of like guided me through this entire breakup and like would tell me he would tell me what to do, not to do. And I would never listen to him. And then he'd be right. And he'd be like, I told you not to do that dumb shit. Like, why the fuck would you do that? But anyways, he was like, I was talking to him and he was like, I was telling him a story and he was like, I really just want you to take some time by yourself right now. Right. And mind you, when I was going through it and crying every day, I I wasn't dating anybody, talking to anybody, nothing like that. But I also feel like I spent five years by myself. Valid. <laughs> like, Valid. I'm not about to Valid. This. And like, like, right now is not going to be the time I realize, like, hey, you need to do something different. Right now. Like, no. Like, no. I tried to do things different and they still end up to me being here this by myself. Right. I'm 32. <laughs> I did five years by myself. I lived my whole life. I did everything. Like, it was amazing. Fuck am I going to learn about myself now that right. I didn't learn about myself? What exactly. I ended up doing was learning a lot about myself in that relationship yeah. and learning about things I like and things I don't like and things that, like, the way I like to handle stuff. But it was just like, I don't believe I, I think you should have the capacity to be by yourself, right? But I don't know that I believe that every time you get out of a relationship, there is like this amount of time that you need to do some self-exploration. I will say, I think kind of, <clears throat> it's not so much self-exploration, but kind of just getting rid of that baggage. Like you said, you you were hurt. And then you cried about it. You went to therapy about it. And then you had that time to get back out there. Yeah. Because it was times where we hung out and you're like, I don't even want to talk to anybody right now. Yeah. Just dealing with your hurt first before you go fucking around with people. And that I think that's the key. So if you're going to jump from people person to person, you need to <laughs> get over that hurt first. Bro, my last relationship just led when I broke up. With, when we broke up, that just led me to fuck the girls. I, I should have. I mean, that's okay to fuck. (laughs) Fucking is different. I think we're talking about going straight into another relationship immediately after. But it made me, like, just want to have sex. I didn't want to be with nobody else. And then it made me realize, like, I'm probably not over this because I keep 
this weird situationship with people. Like I would even I would even uh transition situationships between girls. I would replace the girlfriend, break up with the girlfriend. Now I'm in a situation with this girl for three months. Now I'm in a situation with this different girlfriend for three months. And then it's just like, bro, I feel lonely. But I feel but that, okay. <laughs> so to me, and to be honest with you, I have noticed other people who do this, and I'm not even saying that I didn't used to do this at some point, but to me, that's it. And that's where the problem comes in is when you jump from situation to situation to avoid dealing with your own shit, mm. which is what I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. is rather than saying, all right, let me go to therapy. Let me see what I can do differently. What do I like? What do I not like? They have a tendency to jump from one person to another person to cure the hurt of person number one, which doesn't lead to anything changing. So you're not going to like, you're not like, you can't be in a successful relationship if you don't deal with your shit. Because in those cases, when people are just fucking people to get over somebody else, they end up hurting the person that they're fucking with. Unless because, they know. Unless no, the other because person sometimes the person is coming into something thinking that this is something fresh. They don't really know that you're putting them into the situation space and they're catching feelings. And now you're emotionally unavailable to them. All you can give them is sex. And that ends up hurting that person. I saw this girl post uh I'm tired of my uh, time being wasted one time. And I laughed at it. I swiped up and put the laugh emoji in it. And she replied, you was one of them niggas. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You was one of them niggas. I I don't think, and I think, and this is probably super sexist to say, but I feel like men have a tendency to do it more than women do, which is like, rather than just saying, talking to your homeboy and being like, nigga, something is wrong with me. Like, I need company from somebody. I feel insecure. I feel like I have abandonment issues. Rather than talking through that, you'd rather fuck bitches. But the but, thing, but the thing with me was it was it was weird, and I'm sure it's like this for a couple guys. It would be like, I don't necessarily want to fuck this girl tonight. Like, I don't want to go be with her. Like, I I do this thing where I'm switching girls, but while I'm in this situation with this girl, I want to only deal with you on my time. <laughs> I don't want to deal with you regularly. That's also some nigga shit. <laughs> but it's just weird. It's like, on Tuesday, she'd hit me up like, hey, let's go do something. It's like, nah, I don't want to do it. But Friday night after I left the bar, hey, what what, what you all? Yeah. My Friday night nigga got mad at me when I broke up with his ass. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> hit me one Therese. Friday night. I was like, nope, fuck you. But <laughs> you ain't answer my sex Wednesday, Tuesday. Fuck this. I'm over this shit. <laughs> And you you. moved on. Yeah, and I moved on. But I think some of those situationships did help me, like, we uh, uh, developed, like, a better relationship that I got now. And, and, like, it's it's crazy that you say that, because I think that one of the coolest things, I'm so happy I can look back on it now and be like... Girl, <laughs> that we can laugh at the fact that I'm you said that she was crying every night because so, uh, I laughed at it when you said I ain't gonna I ain't hold, gonna hold you. you. I didn't. I, I, I tried not no. to laugh. But I it was a little funny. When you hung up, we was I like, damn. So she cried every night, and you know that gift when it go back and forth, and you try not to laugh with your friend. We was like every night, and we was like, I'm old. I ain't gonna lie. Shit, y'all ain't not shit. I was like, you heard that nigga say she cried every night. She cried herself to sleep every night. It was just it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's so like the funny. But that was the thing was like so many. And that's how I knew this is like, 
That is how I knew. The bad thing was she said it wrapped in a blanket when she said it. <laughs> so we have the visual. We have the visual. I'm telling y'all niggas, I'm telling you nothing ever again. I am never telling y'all any. I know who my good friends are. Like, y'all are not my real friends. It's us. We're good friends. Oh, my the God. The good friends laugh with you. Right. Not, no, y'all was laughing at me, not with and me. At you. We cared about you still. We, we was hurt that you was crying, but it was right. funny, too, a little bit. But that's what it was. Like, that's how I know. Like, looking back, I'm like, bitch, what were you doing? Because so many of my friends have said to me, I don't know who the hell you were. Mm. Every single friend I have, matter of fact, every single friend I have has been like, and I'm talking about during the relationship and after the relationship. Like, so many people were like, I had no clue who you had become. This was not the Simone that we knew. And it and I think, and that was what I was dealing with, where it was like, who, who did I let myself become? Like, how do you completely change so much? How does somebody else allow you to change so much? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, what do I need to work on with me? Because I'm telling you, I would be in situations where like, I remember one of the first conversations that I had after I broke up with somebody, it was a dude I used to talk to. And he was like, one thing I love about you is how assertive you are and how you speak your mind. And you're not afraid to tell somebody um, when you don't like something. And I remember I would be like, thinking about whether or not I should say something that I don't like for like hours and be afraid to say it. And it was like, that wasn't, and not saying that like he, he didn't make it a space where I could talk because I guess, yeah, but I just, it wasn't me. I was not myself and it was crazy. So last, so when I was at the soiree, um, I walked in and it was, we were, I think I was inside for 30 seconds. I don't think that I was in. I know for a fact because I was putting my bag down on the floor when somebody said it to me. Like I came in, I got a drink. Somebody started playing some music and I started twerking. That sounded weird saying yeah. out loud. It sounded really weird. Oh, I I mean, so, but I started. That's you. I mean, that's on brand. It's on brand. It's on brand. So I start dancing and somebody turned to me and was like, I see you again. And I was like, what? She was like, I see you again. And so the last time she saw me was when I was in a relationship. And she was like, the last time I saw you, that was not you. I see you again. Girl, you had on a turtleneck trying to go out in the streets. And we was like, damn. Like, sis looked at me. I looked at her. She was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. I was like, damn, well, me either. I'm having a hard time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It was a turtleneck. She still had on a turtleneck on Friday. She had a turtleneck Friday. No, she, might but, be a, but she might be in a new sweat. It probably was a sexy turtleneck. <laughs> but it was a tight turtleneck with like some sexy pants on. Don't, and it was a work, and I was at a work event. Don't try to gas the pants. Bro, my had, pants were my sofa pants. You were had fire. A, you had it on some Nelly Vocal Velour pants. And they were fire. <laughs> Let me tell you. They sounded good to me. They, they were cute. 2000. No, party they were tight. Mm-hmm. They were tight at the top. Then they got, they were cute. Don't. I thought she was about to start Harlem Shake. So, yeah, I could definitely see that where she was saying that you, you, you just weren't yourself. It's true. Just glad to have you. Glad, glad, to, be back. glad to be back, guys. <laughs> glad to have you back. But it was, but, um, what was I about to say? I was about to say something. I thought you were going to say when I walked into the soiree, it was like, uh, Christmas, an uh, old nigga pass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was what you was about to say. You're so annoying. <laughs> You're so annoying. But, but, 
soiree is a great example, right? So last night, maybe that's why my, between the weight loss and me just being back to myself, that could be why I get so drunk so easily. Cause I was a drunk Friday night too, but that could be why I get drunk so quickly now. But, um, we went to the soiree last night. I brought a date to the soiree. And, um, I remember I had gotten to a space if we're being completely honest with you, where I wasn't comfortable getting drunk. And going out because I didn't want to end up getting into an argument. I didn't want like I just did not want to be drunk when I went out. Um, and last night I brought a date who he and I have known each other for years. We've gone to multiple things together, whatever. Um, and I was comfortable to just get drunk and drink and be around my friends and do it and not feel like I had to not be myself like turn it down a little like bit. I didn't feel like I had to turn anything down about myself last night like I can come in bend over start dancing the only person who said some shit to me about dancing was John Scott but we're gonna talk about that later but <laughs> bro I had to wear your purse for like 30 for like an hour you were wearing my purse for an hour <laughs> for an hour bro you started twerking and you gave it to jazz and the jazz gave it to me so I just wore it <laughs> I want you to know that I woke up this morning not remembering dancing at all last night. <laughs> so just for you to know how drunk I was last night. But it was like being able to be myself again was like so freeing and so cool to me. And still having somebody there. It's not like I was there by myself. Right. Still having somebody there who I felt comfortable enough with to just. You know the thing I always question? What characteristics about yourself are the toxic ones and which one are the, the good ones? Because someone would say, you being assertive. Well, you said it. You said, I thought me being assertive was one of my toxic traits. A paraphrase. But, like, it's one of my toxic traits, and maybe I should tone it down. But on the other hand, it's something. Somebody's like, yo, I admire the fact that you can do that. Yeah. And so sometimes you think, like, I'm being me. But you never know which parts of you are the toxic parts. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like, that's where I feel like a lot of that shit gets like, I'm like, you, like, I laugh at, I tell Jazz all the time, like, bro, you fell in love with this guy. This is the guy. Like, so I don't know which, where to go, where to change. And it's like, bro, I don't, like, where do you figure that out? Like, to know that I'm being, like you said, I got back to myself, but how you know that's being you? Like, that's the part that's weird. I know what my toxic traits are. I know one of them. Talk Are you asking specific Talk ones? with your hands. Right fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Talk with your hands. Shut up. Such an ass. Making people take shots. What I won't do. <laughs> I, I do have a tendency to make people take shots. I'm working on my Asking influence. for back that ass up a bunch of times in a row. Did they play it last night? No. That's once. what you were playing. That's what you were dancing to. That's why I got the purse. Oh. Yeah. I will, so we were walking down the street today. I was like, did they even play? This is what I'm worried about at all events. Did they even play back that ass up last you are, you night? That can be a little toxic. If you forgot that part. <laughs> was I dancing on somebody? That's why I had your purse, bro. <laughs> Who was I dancing on? Your date. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I'm just making sure I was dancing. I was just making sure. because Part of me woke up this morning like, fuck, I hope I didn't like dance on nobody else last night. Okay, go ahead. It's just weird. It's just like, how do you know you're like, how do you, how did you know that you're back to being yourself? Was last night the first, like, but what, what was it? When was the time you was like, I'm, no, I'm me. No, last night wasn't the first time. I'm me. Uh, I'm me again. Um, so it's been a couple months now. Um, so <laughs> this is going to be the most dramatic story ever. <laughs> so I, this is what started it. You know how y'all were talking about your breakup song? Yeah. So. I get in, don't stop looking at me because Mizzy's looking at me like, I can't wait. I what's get your, on what's a, my breakup song? 
All right, I, let's guess. You guys want to guess? I'm going to go with... Uh, it's Summer Walker. Nah, I was going to go with like Kodak Black. <laughs> That's that's Omi. That's Omi. Hey, did you call Omi? What's the Trina. what's the what's the Trina song? Trina. Uh, <laughs> uh, nah, fuck boy. Uh, no, yeah, fuck, fuck boy. boy. Fuck nah, boy. Nah, uh, I should have known better. Keisha Cole should have uh, cheated. Ooh, ooh, good one. Okay, so no. Um, this is how I know. Heartbreak. Hotel. I had completely <laughs> lost something by the city girls. I will always love you, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Back that ass. <laughs> All right. He owe me some Freak hoes. Freak hoes. <laughs> Freak hoes is nasty. Yo, that, did anybody know? Who was on the booth? Like, who was playing music last night? Was it John Scott or was it Meezy? Uh, it was a collective of people. Because I noticed that 10 minutes after I walk in, Freak hoes plays. Oh, that was me. And, then, that was uh, me. and my other song played after that. But um, this is how I know I was not myself because it's actually a trick question. It was the transition of my breakup song. So my breakup song, when I months ago when we first broke up versus what it was the other day when I was listening to a song, I was like, oh shit. So drama. I'm getting on a plane to go to San Francisco. Um, so that's a long ass flight. Yeah. Flex. Keep going. Hyping you. What if I was working? It wasn't. So anyways, my job just sent me to the cafeteria. (laughs) (laughs) My job sent me to Virginia to possibly get hung. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> so it was scary. It was um it was have you ever heard the Marsha Ambrosia song Lose Myself? Yes, I love that song. It's almost like a gospel song, right? No. Um, I had to lose myself <laughs> so I could love you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had to it's lose like it. a gospel song. Is it? I think of it like that. If Kanye's making gospel I don't know. It, 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 it felt like she was talking about God to me, but it is a good song. So my ass, but but Lose myself so I could love you better is all about you taking the blame for something that happened. It's all about saying, I have to get better in order to love you the right way. Girl, that song is good. Mm. And I listened to that song. I'll repeat. Uh, I fell asleep. But <laughs> until I fell asleep, I listened to the song on repeat on the way to San Francisco. Imagine being and the person sitting next to her. Like, will right. this bitch turn this shit off? Oh, come on. <laughs> Again? Again? <laughs> Lose yourself, huh? Again. <laughs> Just lose yourself already, bitch. Damn. You ain't lost yet? <laughs> but I was bawling. I'm bawling, crying. On the plane? Yes. Rich nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, those teardrops real heavy from 30,000 30, feet up in the air. <laughs> Let me tell you how. I woke up in San Francisco and I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> We're not doing this. Still smell like vacation. Okay. I literally woke up in San Francisco and I was like, oh, hell no. I am done. Like, I am not going to be mad about this shit no more. <laughs> I remember because you <laughs> called me the next day and you was like, bro, I'm up. It was like, it's like 10 o'clock uh, Eastern time. She's like, bro, it's like 7 o'clock. There was an earthquake. I'm just in here chill. <laughs> wasn't crying no more. I just wasn't crying no more. <laughs> Let me tell you, I let Marsha pull all my tears out of me. And then I never cried after that day. That's funny. I never cried after that day. And after that day, I was like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Like, no, this is not what you're not going to do. Like, I, I, and I, I had my pep talks. I was like, bitch, do you know who you are? Girl, do you know what you got going on? They Maybe. come in handy. I, would, uh, I, had to ha- I had to pep myself up. Hmm. And then most recently I heard, uh, there's an, is it Ariana Grande? She has a good album Lose out. You or something like that. 
Oh. I'm not a fan of Young Ponytail. Ponytail. Or what they called her when she got that tattoo in Chinese. Excuse me. I think it said washing machine or something. No, young. I forget. Anyway, pork chop. Young pork chop. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. So she has a song that you like. Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm pulling it up because it's so. I want y'all to hear the words of the song. I'm not gonna play it because I know that's Meezy's job. But two two chains in Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's a Oh, it's not Ariana Grande. Uh, Seven rings go. It's another one that that looks like her. Um, That's in that whole class of people. Selena Gomez. Yes, it's De- Selena Gomez. Demi. Uh, no, Demi it's Lovato. Selena Gomez. Oh, oh shit, I got it right. Look, I got this. I got it. Not Young Fentanyl. Hey, relax. That bro. is nasty. Wow. Relax. That was a wow. low blow. People do drugs. From <laughs> three. Oh shit. So it's called. It's Selena Gomez, and it's called "Lose You to Love Me." So the um, same song, just by a white person. No, 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 no. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Just that's how they usually do it. Oh my god! Hold on, because I'm, I'm re, whatever. But so, she, what did the song do when you listen to it? So she's talking about no. I had to get like you leaving was a blessing because I had to get out of that situation to like realize how dope I was again. Yeah, and it it so to me that the transition of my breakup songs was so symbolic of like where my mental space was because I was here blaming myself. And then I realized, wait, no. And then I had to, I had to be pushed away from this situation in order to like have the love for me that I've always had. And the people have always known me for that. I completely lost. Or I felt like I completely lost. That's why I always say I'm thankful for Drake. Drake done got me through some bad breakups. Yeah. Drake music be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did that, bitch. Mm-hmm. That was on you. It wasn't me. You couldn't handle this. And it got me through some stuff. Now, I'm very big on, you do have to own the shit that you did, right? So I am not 100% scotch-free in that situation. There were things that I did wrong. However, there were also things that were blown up to make me believe that they were bigger deals than they should have been. You know what? You got me questioning my astrology theory because I figured since he was a Capricorn, it would be like a good match. But okay, <laughs> look, okay, that wasn't yeah. a good match. <laughs> but, but and some people aren't meant for each other. I, again, and that's fine. I think he is a great guy who is going to make somebody extremely happy one day. Like I really think he's going to make somebody extremely happy one day. I was thinking like earlier. I was saying that uh, we had our uh, the girls that I was dealing with with those relationships. They were like all like. Uh, training to be with jazz. Like they were, I started dating girls that were older. I started dealing with girls that uh that I felt like were out of my league a little bit. And so it was like I was preparing myself to meet jazz. And then now we're here. But that's big. Like, go ahead. I think I've only been in four relationships in my whole life. I'm at five. Five? How many have you had? Re- like I called him my boyfriend? Like boyfriend. On yeah. paper? Yeah, <laughs> on paper. Like I claimed him in like, the street? post him on Instagram. Because that's what oh. makes it official. <laughs> Uh, two? No. Um, <laughs> like post high school? Yeah. I mean, I mean, high school counts because that's let's what, let's count without ca- counting high school. I only had like three. two relationships three. <laughs> without three, high including me. But we're married, so uh, I think I pro- I think I've had five over the course of ten years. I think I spent a lot of my like my early twenties kind of just getting to know myself. And that kind of prepared me for my relationship because one of my biggest fears was losing myself in a relationship because I did have a nasty relationship like when I was 18 to about 21. And it kind of 
made me into the hood rat bitch that I am now. <laughs> but um, it but just every wasn't time me. I say that, it wasn't me. You so me no. you can't call somebody else a hood rat bitch. No, man. you can't. Right. So <laughs> it's just kind of like that is a big fear of mine is to lose myself in a relationship. And I kind of it's a pet peeve when I see my friends doing it too. Mm-hmm. So I'm always that friend trying to like bring them back. Like yo, bitch, uh, Simone, why are you wearing a turtleneck? She oh, is so mad right. about this damn turtleneck. Like, why do you want me to wasn't put your hair up in a bun? Like, what's up? Like, wasn't it a crop top? It, it was just weird. But a, a crop top turtleneck is nasty. Yes, I like, like crop top turtlenecks. I don't give and it was July. Let's put a little bit more context. <laughs> it was it. July. It was July. So and she July. had on pants. Like, so your fucking midsection is comfortable, but your fucking neck is burning. It was up. July, and I had That's my not... titties like out, and I'm just looking for her to have titty out, gang, and she's just like covered up. I was like, what the fuck? Did you just say titty out, gang? Yeah, but but that but. Titty all gay. That was a that was another thing. Like I remember, you know, I'll be good for having my ass and my titties out. Them titties, they nice. Stay out. Everybody wants to see them. We want to see them. They stay out. And I had just (laughs) I had started putting them away. And I was like, this this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. But um, you just said something that that was like I do not regret this relationship at all because like how you said those girls were preparing you to date jazz i feel like this so i feel like two things have to happen you have to be in a relationship with somebody who forces you to grow but Mm -hmm. you also have to be in a space where you personally are ready to grow and if you think about it i haven't dealt with anybody super seriously um for five years prior to that so all the time i had to grow I didn't have anybody who forced me to see things outside of myself and how to grow outside of myself. Um, And I, it was so weird. So I used to talk to this guy before I met him. And this guy used to express a whole, like these same things to me over and over again and tell me that he didn't like them. And I used to be like, because I'm assertive me and I really don't give a shit what anybody has to say. I used to be like, that's stupid. Somebody will be okay with it. It's not like, I'm fine. Through this relationship, I got to see. Wait, what were the things that he told you that he didn't so, like? So one thing that he said was he feels like, like he always used to say that he felt like too many men have access to me. Like anybody can text my phone. Anybody can call my phone. Like I'm going to answer. I don't block anybody. I like, but that's just how I am as a person. Like I've never, I he t- just. I too can relate. Yeah. You're just a friendly person and you're like, it's fine. Right. You think nobody's trying to holler at you. You I'm think not. everybody's your friend. Like, mm. I too am a victim of that. <laughs> A victim? Or? Uh, yeah. Just being too friendly? You're yeah, the yeah. aggressor. No, what? I'm be, an aggressive friend? The aggressor. Yeah. Sir? So you think I'm just latching on to everybody? Sometimes. You got the wrong idea about me. You got the wrong idea about me, bro. You got the wrong idea. This is the last time you're going to call me a hoe out here. I think. I'm a married woman. <laughs> Your big friend energy is a little tough sometimes. I'll be friendly. I'm friendly. But yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely that. I'm definitely uh a lot of little things annoy me. And because I'm not afraid to speak my mind, I will say when the little things annoy me. And I spend I overthink so much that I will put shit on people mm-hmm. or the person that I'm dating. They ain't even say that shit, but I, I but thought I it, so they did to where it. it went. Mm-hmm. And yep. this is how I feel about yep. that. And I know that it's right. Right. But the big one is, the big one is people doing something. So what happened to me is in the situation with him, I got done to me what I had done to somebody else multiple times before. Mm. And I got an opportunity to see it. 
And so I used to talk to this dude. Me and this dude been talking on and off for like four years. I know at some point somebody listening is like, how many niggas do shit? Mind your business. Mind your business. What? 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 We should. Drinking game, guys. Uh-huh. Started the episode over. And every time she said, there was this guy. Take oh, shot. it's the same guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> oh. The guy. To be honest with you, the only person I've spoken about in this episode is actually this. <laughs> okay. Any mention I've had about has been the same guy. So every time she says, so there's this guy. <laughs> right. Take or, shot. or maybe I had a date last night. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it, it may have. Just kidding. Whatever. Maybe. Anyway. So I remember I got mad one day at his house. The, the nigga don't live down the street. He lives in a different state. <laughs> my ass gets mad. I've done it to him twice in probably three years. I get mad and I start packing all my shit and I'm going to a hotel. I'm not going to talk to you about it. I'm just pissed. I'm going to pack my shit and I'm leaving. That's bullshit. You got to ask somebody to do some shit like that. You don't want anybody to do no shit like that to you. Trust me. Mm-mm. And when I did it both times, he was like, Simone, no, you're not. You're not leaving. Put your stuff back. The last time I did it, he started like, moving shit in front of me so that I couldn't get out. So, so I'm like here going off and he's like laughing his ass off, like putting the trash can in front of my suitcase so I can't move my suitcase nowhere. Reg, you think you can write a love novel about Simone's life? Huh? You think you can write a, a, lo- a love novel about Simone's life? Yeah, you I got hear it. that? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's romantic. <laughs> and I'm, that's romantic. I'm, I'm leaving and I'm never speaking to you again and I'm packing shit and I'm pulling shit and I'm booking a hotel that night and I don't care how much it costs, all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, had it done to me. You know what? I'll never do again. Leave pack somebody. Pack my shit up and leave. That real is a different type of hurt when you're unable oh, to express yeah. what that you hurt, have to say. That hurt is different. What? When Nigga. somebody leaves? Nigga, I came home one day. Oh, yeah. Came home one day. That shit was gone. Everything in that apartment was mine. I'm like, oh, oh, we must have switched apartments. That's cool. <laughs> the lady in the van said, oh, no, nah, she moved out of the new apartment today. I was unaware of this. <laughs> the, the landlord. I mean, I... I mean, I never, I saw her moving, but I didn't know she was moving out. Where you, where you, where you thought she was moving to? We, had, we were going to switch apartments. I saw her moving, but I didn't think she was moving out. <laughs> yeah, I, thought she, yeah. I thought she was going. We were supposed to switch apartments, but she switched apartments without into a, another, com- another complex without Nadmina. Damn. That, I don't think people understand how much you heard. Well, I didn't understand That was either. the last day of that relationship. Y'all never spoke again after that? We have, but it was never the same. You know, never. It's never the same. Once you do that, and once you do it like one time, like you, because you don't trust somebody to stay there for you. And I remember that was one of the things how I knew this relationship wasn't for me. And I actually thought this while I was in the relationship. Something happened. And I remember saying to myself one day, I was like, I don't know that if we had kids, he wouldn't get mad and leave one day. And I, I was like, if I feel like this now, like, and, and that's going to forever be a worry Damn. is that he's going to pack up his stuff and leave because he got mad because of something dumb that wasn't worth leaving, leaving for. your whole family. Yeah, like, look at times have changed. Yeah. Some people are good for running now. <laughs> times have changed. You got to look I'm out. going to the store used to be the best sentence ever. Just getting out of it. Instead and of not saying, come back. Just, I'm going to the store and the dad never came back. <laughs> we'll talk about that on a different <laughs> Nigga, I know my father. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> All right, listeners, we're gonna go to the store. Um we'll be, <laughs> we'll be back. right back, okay? <laughs> and we're back from our break. That was a good one. Um let's wrap it up by telling people how they can get over a breakup. I feel like you shared some really good tips this episode about relationships. 
just drops so many gems. Oh, you know. But if you could sum it all up, how? Protect your peace. Take care of your mental health because... I think sometimes we, it catches us off guard. Nobody's like, I'm going to be this hurt one day. No matter what, you're never like, I'm going to be this hurt one day. Like, understand that when you feel that hurt, it is going to feel like a different hurt. And that means that you genuinely cared for that person. So it's a good thing. Um, But do what you got to do to protect your peace. Go to therapy. Don't talk to them if you can't speak to them. Speak to them if you need to speak to them. Like, do the things that are good for your mental health. Because, oh, and I think uh, the other thing I used to do, is in the middle of me being hurt, because I had been through this kind of hurt before, I would always say to myself, it's going to be better very soon. That's good. I would tell myself, every time I felt bad, I would be like, I'm going to feel better re- really soon. And that's what would get me over it. That's good. Means you got anything? I had a friend that like indulged herself. Like Part of her self-care was like, what you like dropping 20 pounds. She like started getting like more... Uh, like in touch with God, like she wanted to grow and build herself. So, uh, like, find a project sometimes. I mean, don't like try to block that shit out with work, but like try to make yourself better. Just better yourself, because you know you might slip up. You might hit your line and be like, "Yo, let's go, let's go to Applebee's, get that two for twenty, them dollar margaritas." It's okay, enjoy that, but don't get too invested. Don't fall for it. I'm going to add on to what you said, and I'm going to say um, eat and cry at the same time. It's very fun. Sometimes you can't taste the food, so you have to stop <laughs> crying to eat it. It's awesome. It's an extreme sport. Oh, it's like um, a mental thing. Yeah, because you have to stop crying because you're eating. If you're crying and eating, you can't taste the food. Trust when you, me. I know. When you joke, we sniffle in it. <laughs> no. I'm very worried about the safety of people. <laughs> food just doesn't taste as good. Gain that 20 pounds and then lose it and glow up. Man, that's my advice. I don't know. Yeah, that's the, how that works. The good news is hurt stopped that appetite. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. And, and let me let me tell you for sure. <laughs> you can lose that weight if you get hurt. So there is a positive side to it. I don't, I don't know because when healthy. I get hurt, I eat. So Oh, when I'm hurt, I don't eat at all. At all. I don't think this is healthy. What? Overeating or not eating? Both. Both. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you consider healthy. I mean, food is my extreme sport. I love food. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, a... I bought two dresses for the soiree last night, in two, the same dress in two different sizes, and I had to wear the smaller one. So, Woo. Woo. Well, I feel like the therapist didn't work because they were like, you should eat something. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. Fuck this shit, bitch. <laughs> Don't you see I'm trying to lose weight? Why are you telling me to fucking eat? Dumb asshole. Juvenile oh. wasn't the best hot boy. Do Fuck you, this shit. I knock all this shit over. Do you know what that bitch also did? The, so maybe it was doomed for her from the gent. Um, when we had our first session, she asked me where I went to law school. And I said, Howard. And she asked me if that was an online law school. <laughs> bitch. And on that note, <laughs> she oh, was doomed. She We're so all. glad to have you here, Simone. You know what comes at this time. You know what we do. Are we throwing it back? We, you know what we do. <clears throat> <clears throat> mm-hmm. Get it. <laughs> Shut up, fool. Do the music. You are now tuned in. <laughs> you are now tuned in to WMEZ, where the W stands for Wood. <laughs> This week we bring you a great song. It's got a lovely title. I think it goes right along with this episode this week. Name of the song is called Wifely Strippers by Forsyth Heem here on WMEZ.
That was Forside Heem, and the name of that song was Wifely Strippers. It has been added to your Baby Maker playlist. If you'd like to hear this Baby Maker playlist, type into your favorite DSPs, Apple Music titles, and or Spotify. Go to Type In Textually Active Podcast, and you too can maybe fall in love with a stripper. Here on WMEZ, where the W stands for all right guys pull your memes out i know y'all ready we've been talking about this episode for a bit okay um i guess i'll go first um my meme goes uh control your emotions doesn't mean avoid your emotions it means fill that shit understand your shit and don't lose your shit Mm. yep that's it Mm. i feel like it went good with the episode Mine is, um, sometimes you'll be too much for someone and you have to be okay with letting them go back to what they're used to. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and uh, I'll follow this up and say, my meme says, if my broke ass say, if you need anything, call me, listen. I be talking a lot, like about free shit, you know, words of encouragement, sympathy, shit like that. <laughs> That's what I be that- wanting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well. This is uh, the end of the show, Simone. We're we're sad to see you. If you guys want to keep up with her on her social medias, you can. I think it's something about Simi Ashley on Instagram. Why are we sing- no, bro. This nigga's coming back. <laughs> We're doing 100 episodes. So Simone will be here. Sign the petition, guys. We start a petition. Sign the petition to get Simi <laughs> back. <laughs> Simone's at least for the 100th. We keep talking about this 100 episode. We got to do something crazy. Yeah, so we, we got to do something sign- wild. So sign the petition to get Simone. Sign it. Sign it. I'm starting it. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In, in the meantime, in between time, make sure you follow us on our Instagram at Sexually Active Pod, on Twitter at Sexually Act Pod, and we're on Facebook at Sexually Active Pod. We're thinking about doing some visuals since our producer, E, he's like doing a damn thing. Um, so we may be on YouTube a little bit more. So you can follow that at Sexually Active Pod. Um, if you're having a hard time finding it, uh, the link is in my bio. Um, but we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Peace out. Holla. Out here. I feel like this episode was like two hours. Waffles. Oh! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.